Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to 2023 in review. I do not know the episode number because I didn't look it up beforehand, but we have completed another year. I know 30 was recently, wasn't it? I think we had 31, so this might be 32. We'll do it in post. (laughs) Yeah. This is episode insert right here. Um, Yeah. So really exciting to get to the end of another year. This is year three of podcasting. So um, pretty crazy that we've finally made it to this point, being consistent every month, putting out a podcast. Um, I know there's a lot of people that do it a lot more frequently than we do, but to be honest, I'm pretty proud of putting out one a month for the time that we have. I mean, being consistent is the most important part, right? Yeah. People go hard for two months and then they they don't do a podcast for like six months true or they just quit it all yeah that's a very good point because we did start out by saying like let's not overcommit to this because we don't want it to drop off we need to give people a consistent thing to look forward to even if it is once a month so a lot happens in a month too so you actually have topics to cover and it allows us to have maybe more in-depth episodes that are about you know, more cooler stuff. I feel like it was once a week, you'd be, you know, you'd have so many episodes where you mm. kind of just find stuff to talk about. And it's yeah. like, is it really, is it so really the that? weather we're having? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's currently like that. Literally. Yeah. Literally we are in a pretty serious uh, weather situation. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it, it's, it's good to look back on the last 12 months of podcasts. Um, you know, having a look at some of the guests that we've had on in this last year and the the people we've had to chat to and get knowledge from has been pretty awesome. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like uh, in 2024, you can expect more of that. Uh, we're not going to change it up too much. It's just going to be consistent, keep it going month after month. So expect more from the podcast. Uh, in terms of like recapping the year i thought we'd just go through a few of the things and just talk about some of the the ups and downs we've had as as a group this year and the struggles that you and i have faced because you know we started the year i think together as a two maybe i don't know whether that was around then or and we're going to finish it as a uh yeah zach left like january or something this year wasn't it i'm not sure i think we had some releases up until april so he may it may have been a little bit later. I think we than that. still release songs with him mm. even after. But yeah, no, nah, I mean, this year was really cool. I mean, look, we've we've been gaining traction like slowly and slowly, which is all part of being consistent. Now it's nowhere near the numbers we want to reach, but we are when we look at the, you know, the statistics or analytics or whatever on all of the YouTube stuff and Google and everything else, we can see our viewers are going up, our engagement is going up. I've got a few tutorials on YouTube that I have like I think my my scream tutorial is like nine and a half thousand views now. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, whoa, that one's awesome. Flooded with comments of people saying, thank you so much. You've taught me this. You've taught me that. So that is awesome to see. Um, my heavy metal guitar tones, I think four and a half thousand views. So it's cool that people are starting to comment and engage and subscribe and everything because that's the whole point of why mm. we're doing this, right? And then the podcast, you know, we've been getting – you know, a really cool band member on and then a a slightly bigger band and then a slightly bigger band and we just keep reaching out to people not expecting it to go anywhere and then they end up saying, yeah, sure, we'll jump on. And then it's like, oh, crap. And then we had Justin from Tyler on and, you know, Nick from Northlane and it's like we're just getting these like bigger and bigger bands. It's just, it's really exciting. Um, And even through that, um, you know, we've made some connections for some even, you know, bigger bands again. 
um, for for uh, artists to come on the podcast and have a chat, which is even even more awesome because I feel like the bigger they are, it's got nothing to do with like uh, flexing or nothing. It's more so just the bigger band you are, the more experiences you have in that professional setting. Therefore, the more knowledge they could probably mm. give out of things that just the generic underground scene, which is what we're in really, um, we wouldn't know. And that insight and being yeah. able to like talk to people. Yeah, in those it positions. benefits everybody. I think like that's the kind of the point of the podcast is like, you know, it benefits us obviously from getting our name out there and being able to talk to these amazing people and find out some great information that we're generally curious about because yeah. it's not – it's not like we're just dig- digging in just for views. Like we mm. would be asking these questions behind closed doors too. So it's cool to be able to invite people along and just go like, hey, these are the types of questions that we're interested in. Let's try and, you know, bring that all together. It benefits the the artists because they get to go and talk a little bit more about what they're doing. And then obviously, like you said, having a bigger audience, we get more people that can tune in and get exposure to the information yeah. as well. And the, and the fact that we do it ourselves in regards to play ourselves and record ourselves and mix and master and produce. And we're in the same industry. I feel like it makes for more interesting interviews because Mm. I, 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 you know, get annoyed when I watch a really big artist be interviewed and they just get asked generic interview questions. Like when did you get into music or Mm. like, Oh, so how did you guys meet the band members? Like, dude, like people like they've been asked that a million times since their career started. Like, and it's just such generic questions. Mm. Um, That's one of the yeah. goals that I have for next year is to try and generate slightly more thought-provoking and deeper questions for people. Just ones that they kind of go, wow, like I didn't think of it like that or yeah. I hadn't stopped to sort of check that. Um, because that's, like you say, it's something that really engages in a conversation. Um, and for me, when I listen to podcasts and great conversations, it's it's the ones where you're almost like you've just walked in on a conversation and you're just listening to this deep and engaging conversation between a few people mm. and you can really just like listen, be a fly on the wall and, and, and you're, you're hooked in, um, quite quickly. So you don't want it to feel like a formal, like TV interview because that no. really has a short shelf life for attention and, uh, it doesn't seem to hook me at all. <laughs> nah, that's it. Um, just quickly, yes. my mic's working, but I didn't see a waveform for you. My mic. There right, we go. Cool. I'm right, just really quiet. quiet. Yeah. Right. Well, there you go. Check one, yeah. two. I was like, I don't want to sit here for 45 <laughs> minutes just to stop recording and then be like, oh, your mic was working. Yeah, but mine that's a wasn't. good point. Check your levels. Okay. First <laughs> piece of information that we can give you for recapping the year. Check your levels. Um, um, yeah. Sorry. Just no, that's all good. That. That's so, all good. Yeah. yeah. But um, so now nah, the year's been interesting though. Definitely highs and lows. And um, one really, really important thing I want to touch on is I feel like we're finally you know, which is, we say this all the time, but I feel like it's finally actually hitting home is like, we've, <laughs> we've found our sound. Right. Um, and next year we're going to be releasing a lot of songs that just sounds like distorted views and coming with that information is, you know, we're deciding to stay as a three piece, a mm. three piece band fucking mic drop. Um, <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just far too hard to balance um, commitment with people, which we're going to get into this episode is probably going to be in the title. Um, and you know, now that we've got three members that we know are committed, that we know are on the same page, we, we all like the same music. We like what we're creating. We have the vision, the image, we know where we want to go. We're, we're ready to 
to just get back to that first EP kind of sound, but just with better songwriting, better vocals, and better mixing. Really, yeah. it's it's something that we've struggled with this year is the ability to find who we are as a band after losing that initial identity that we created mm. um because you know we we were stripped back down to two so it it got to the point of like all right we need to try and fill this gaps to be able to play live and and then we were like okay well what options do we have and and what directions can we take this and it it was a little bit of experimentation so if you've seen some of the releases that have come out over the year or two last years like those have been us finding that sound and refining what we actually want and can do with our skill levels. Yeah. Um, so, so, so you look going off what you said, deciding on the three of us, you know, with, with us to Brody, like moving forward into 2024, that's, we now know what we can do between us and the direction that we want to take it. So that makes, finishing music very easy we've had so many yeah. tracks that have fallen by the wayside over like, like so cannot, many tracks i cannot stress enough the amount of hours like you guys have no idea like we have i'm not even over exaggerating probably over 10 11 maybe 12 songs that are like finished finished like they're like freaking there like guitars bass synths drums regard mm. vocals everything that we've just gone we just can't use this because I think where we've gone wrong this year and now we're realizing is that we kept catering for other people and we kept trying to be like, oh, maybe we should go more mainstream or, you know, we have this singer over here. Let's work with this singer. And then we're like, oh, now we've got to cater the music to their voice. Um, so let's write stuff like this. And then they leave the band or they go, oh, they're not as committed. And they, you know, like, oh, okay, well, well, let's go over here. This guy can scream and let's try and do like more this stuff. And now our music's changing again. We're trying to make it more this way. And then, Long story short, we're, we're, we're chopping and changing people and we're trying people out and they would always last a couple months and then they would just stop replying or they would like, um, they'd be like, yeah, man, I'm keen, so keen, totally keen. And then they wouldn't talk for a month. And you'd be like, well, if you're keen, we're, like, we need communication mm. kind of thing. Um because me and Jordan and, and Brody are very like, we're always on the chat. Like, hey, man, I'm doing some drum MIDI. Hey, dude, I'm doing some um, guitar mixing. Hey, dude, I'm writing lyrics at the moment. We're always communicating and moving forward. And if we don't get that from the other members, then it's just not going to work. So long story short, like realizing that, hey, Cameron is good at blah, blah, blah. This is what he can do confidently. Jordan is good at blah, blah, blah. Brody is good at blah, blah, blah. Let's just slap that together in the, in exactly, it's exactly mm. what we did with the first EP and why the first EP came so fast. Like we rewrote that so quick back to back to back. We public we, we released it and then we're playing shows and it was just, none of us knew what we were doing. I came from hip hop background. I had no idea about metal. Jordan came from EDM, had no idea about metal. And we just slapped it together with zero knowledge but it just works so well. And I feel like now we can grab what we've done with our accumulated knowledge of the last three years and mixing and production and better songwriting. And now we can really hone in on that sound next year. Mm, that's right. And giving yourself that goal and direction and focus makes life so much easier when we are writing music mm. because you have something to kind of be inspired by and, and influence and push down a certain path. And um, yeah, like we have tried so many different things and i think doing that publicly in and like this you know talking about our mistakes and our like hey we thought this and then this didn't work and whatever like that's we're hoping that that's something that other people can relate to and you know i'm sure even just from our conversations with people we know that 
everyone's like, yeah, been there, done that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially yep. with people. Like, this is a people business. You know, it's it's like... Balancing personalities, <laughs> You can be schedules. as talented as you like and you can be skillful as, but if you don't work with the people that you're trying to work with, it's just not going to happen. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> so I think um, one thing that, you know, we can kind of touch on in, in regards to, like, members coming and going is, like, if when you are trying to cater to like your members, like you said, you, you set out your skill sets and you set out what each person can do. But I think what we had was like a bigger picture mindset of like in the future, we can be this kind of band or we could be yeah. that kind of band. And we were almost like, you know, designing our whole thing backwards from that where we were ill-equipped to be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, we had, we had the skill set to see like where we could produce, like, like be and where we could produce and where we could, what we could sound like, but we didn't have the members or, you know, certain abilities to actually pull it off, but we saw the potential and I feel like we mm. were living too far ahead yep. and trying to make music for a more mainstream audience and a more you know, like, oh, this could get played here and there and it's more like, you know, it's like more poppy mm. or whatever. But at the end of the day, you got to kind of strip everything back and go like, what can we do right now? Because you've got to consider live and you've got to consider playing shows. And if you can't hit that stuff confidently with the skills you have right now, then it's just a waste of time, really, mm. which is what it has been. We've been, we've, we haven't wasted time because we've learned. We've learned from our yeah. lessons and yeah. stuff like that, mistakes. But, you know, it's definitely important that, you do realize like, you know, pretty much like instead of carrying the one person's skill, we've kind of gone, okay, like let's grab the vision of what we want to create and land on the same page. And then all of us stay within our lands of what we can do to achieve that vision. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Work with what we've got yeah. because trying to find that missing piece and then waiting on that missing piece is very frustrating. And it means that things can't move along as quickly as we'd like. And then we yeah. end up, talking and living ahead of where we are and like that's that's certainly something we've just been like cool this is a realization that we've been doing um let's get back to actually making the music that we can make with what we've got because that is really defining our sound it's like yeah. it's unique to us it's and, and 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 it's it's one of those things too where like we've had like I've tried to get other guitarists on board, right? And then I've spent weeks of my time, like my Saturdays, which is time that we could be hanging out with our girlfriends or going out and having drinks with our mates and, you know, doing other stuff, right? Um, but I've, you know, sacrificed a lot of my weekend time to teach people tabs, to teach people the songs, to run through things, to run through vocals, to run through all this stuff just for them to, like, leave two or three months later and I'm just like... It's just in like it makes you freaking want to go nuts. You're just like, dude, like, come on, like, how much sacrifice are we trying to do? And and now at the end of the year, we've kind of recapped and gone, oh, it's because we're trying to cater to other people and we're trying to, you know, change our sound to benefit every, everybody else. But in reality, it's like if you just do with what you got, um, mm. do you you're think be a lot better? Do you think because we're producers first and foremost, like I would consider myself like a composer of music, like. I'm not thinking too much. Like, I'm more a composer-producer than I am a drummer, individual band member. Yeah, right? I, I'm definitely a producer. So I first. feel like that's led to us both having these big visions for projects yeah. and for where we can go with certain group members and 
or we could get this person and become this kind of thing or like because we're just excited by the possibilities of music yeah and you got to find people that share that excitement and that vision and want to commit at the same level as you and when they don't it almost creates resentment because you're sitting there putting in you know, 30 hours a week and they're putting in like 20 minutes and you're like, dude, you can't just finish work one day and spend an hour writing lyrics mm. or spend an hour doing this. And apparently it's too hard for most people. That's too much commitment. And it's like to me and Jordan, that's baby, that's baby work, bro. Mm. Like that's nothing. Yeah. I think we, we put ourselves in the position of what a professional band touring band, um, would, would be on a schedule, you know, like, and we're nowhere near that really to, no. to some of the extents, like these guys are away for, two months at a time and they're on the road and they're in recording studios and they're constantly working and flying from whatever, you know? So if we can't have people that are willing to commit a couple of minutes even to reply to messages or whether it's just like an afternoon to sit down and work on a bit of stuff or like, you know, realistically we want people that are practicing their instrument a lot each week. Like, so these are the things that, you know, when you're first starting out and no one really has any traction yet, like everyone's kind of living in this ambition filled mindset of like what could be in the possibilities of let's try and create a band and try and make it like you're not joining a successful established band that's already got these things. Cause if mm. you do, you're already like, okay, boom, this is what's required of me. It's like a job. Here we go. But like, we're trying to convince people of, what could be and what's what our vision is and like being able to try and get that vision across to people quickly and get them on the same page and inspired by it and like you know trying to think in the same direction is very difficult to come across you got to play the part before you be the part i think a lot of people don't realize too like you got to act like you've already made it that doesn't mean like ego like uh snobbiness i mean like you got to like do all the things that you would be doing if you were a successful brand, if you were making money mm. off it, if you were doing it, you'd have to do all these things anyway. So getting in the habit of doing them before you've even got any recognition, before anyone believed in you, before all the fans come and everything else comes, I think is a really good trait to have. And it's a good bonding experience as a band too, because you can rely on each other and know that each other are just as committed as everybody else. Um, and mm. it just makes for better writing, better music and everything else. And to go into a point I was going to say before, um, it's led our music with, to have a lot of stuff go on the backing track and we're going to be quite backing track heavy being a three piece. Now, will we love to have another guitarist there playing lead and another person playing rhythm? Absolutely. I would love to have a bassist there with a freaking ding wall, just hitting low tune, mm. like distorted notes. That would be amazing. But we just don't, we haven't met the people yet. I'm open to meeting people in the future. However, we are taken to the point now where we can't, it's been nearly two years since we played. It's something ridiculous like that. Like we haven't played a show in so effing long because we just keep trying to find this impossible band that we just can't find members that will commit on our level. Mm. So now we're just like, all right, well, we've got three of us. We're all committed. That's enough to play live. That's vocals, guitar, and drums. And then I might play bass live or they might go on the backing. We'll see when we start doing rehearsals whether mm. I can pull it off. But yeah. We can play a show. We can put a... We can use our instruments and put something on we can entertain i think that's the fun of it it's being able to play our music like it's not exactly how we would wish it to be mm. um but i don't think anyone's project really gets there um so maybe you know we just got to deal with it we just got to go cool we just want to play music we just want to put out music so yeah. it doesn't matter if it's 
you know, not the way we envisioned it. It doesn't matter if it's back backing track heavy and, you know, we don't have the members up there playing everything. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think we just really are keen to get out there uh, moving forward. So in terms of 2024, what, um, what do you, what I was going to say, what can we expect from us? Like, but what do we want to share for people? Cause I think like, you know, we've got a few songs that we're, we're aiming to get out in the first few months yeah, of next year. N- next year, I'm thinking like it's going to be a lot of releases. Like I plan on writing a lot of music. Yeah. Um, podcast, staying steady once every month. Keep We're going to keep reaching out to, you know, bigger and bigger bands and trying to get re- – um, not even just bands either. Like like just anyone that works in the industry, like sound engineers that have toured with big bands and stuff they've learned along the way and – you know, how to make careers out of it. If you're studying at uni and you you know, you might be a mixing engineer or something and you want to learn how to like get out there and blah, 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 stuff like that. And then I think, you know, um, you know, we're going to be focusing a lot on how to balance work life balance and music life balance, because I'm starting a new job next year. I've been running the, my music studio for the past, I think three years now, maybe even longer. Um, but just with the inconsistencies of income and just inflation and all the bills and my home loan and I've got a kid now and, you know, I kind of need to earn more money. So I'm going into another job next year. Um, so that's going to take up, you know, 40, 40 plus hours a week of my time, Monday to Friday and even Saturday work as well. So I'm going to have to try and rearrange when I can do music and, and what hours I have to commit to the band. And obviously that's going to come into play with um, – the way that we network and the way that we talk about that on podcasts as well. So that'll be good because Jordan works full time as well. And Brody's just gotten a new job as well. So, and Brody lives at sunny coast. So we're trying to yeah. mix and balance everyone's yeah, that's, life. That's a very good example of, of trying to use what we've got. And like, you know, we are trying to make a living off anything to be able to support our families and 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 stuff so we've got our jobs we've got our things and you know most most pro bands even have side hustles and other things to make that money because life's expensive Mm -hmm. but like you said you've if you want this to work if you're committed to the band and and making and, and yeah you'll find time so whether it be okay, like, you know, you make a, an agreement with your family, your partner, whoever it is, and just say, hey, look, on this afternoon or this evening, that's the time that I'm going to dedicate to the band. And you treat it like a job. Like, you rock up and you you sit down and you work for those hours like you actually put in. Um, I find that quite easy because, like, I like, I look forward to it. I work a lot. So when I come home from work, the things I want to do is my music and and stuff and, like, you know, we we do get to spend time with our families and things on weekends and we we take that time as well but it's it's easy to be able to get inspired when you when you haven't done it for a while and you can just come home and you're like yes i can come home and work on it and we want that from every member we want that we we need that as as a group because if you've got someone coming home and they just want to kick the shoes off play some games and go to sleep like you know fair enough on one night but like yeah you know, come on like we need we need at least like someone to come and say hey like, like I, I love I gaming man and i i always make time for gaming because it, it you know i like it but i don't prioritize it over everything else i prioritize watching movies with my missus and going out with my son and and taking you know mini golf or bowling mm. or restaurants and 
you know, plus working. It's like you just got to yeah. find I think also it's good to say that like having your priorities round a certain way doesn't like it that's up to you like it really doesn't matter but what what we've struggled with is trying to meet people where the priorities line up in the same order because mm. a lot of people will promise like you said they'll promise Every, certain everyone things. says they, that they're they keen and they promise yeah. and they never follow through it's just it's absolutely infuriating and we weren't even really going to talk about it much on the potty but I feel like us being so coherent if that's the correct word or just you know upfront and outright and not hiding anything transparent is the word yeah. i'm looking for transparent um i think it's good because it gives you know our listeners something to see like damn like we're we're we relate to that we're feeling we're doing the same thing you, you you might be in a band yourself and you might have a drummer and a vocalist and you just can't find a guitarist that can either write the riffs you want or they can't find a guitar they find a guitarist that can write the riffs you want but they reply once every three months and you're like mm. how are we meant to start a band if you're pissing around yeah. like yeah so you know I mean? having those priorities line up where you can you guys have the same level of commitment um is difficult like you know it's good to talk about as well like because you've had more time running the music studio you haven't had to be running backwards and forwards to work mm, but now you, it will be <laughs> well yeah exactly Next you you be. have been putting in more effort into various parts of the music making process with than we are because we've been you know busy with various other things so now that that's changing like i think it's it also was okay that it was like that as long as everybody understands where they stand with it and what and you know you're you're talking communicating as to you know who can pick up what areas like it needs to be well agreed yeah. on like there's a lot of things i do like when i do you know a lot of the stuff for the band like a lot of the songs that you'll hear stuff that i've written lyrics i've written vocals i've done i've done all the tracking recording and everything else but you know, there's also the other side of the business where I tell the boys, like, I, I hate social media. I can't stand it. I just, I don't like it. I'm not a people person. I don't know. But I, um, you know, so, I, you know, all of our social stuff is all Jordan. Like, all of the behind the scenes stuff is all Jordan. All the media, the Spotify playlist submission, all that. Also, you know, just because I do a lot musically doesn't mean that the other boys aren't pulling their weight. It just means that there's a gap where I go, okay, I can't be bothered doing this, this, and this. And then the other boys pick up the slack and then they do that. So it's mm. very good having that balance in the band and that communication. But now that we've got Brody on, Brody's been writing heaps of songs and heaps of ideas, which has freed me up to be more vocal and mixing now. Mm. So that's really cool. So now I can do focus on vocals and kind of take a step back from the guitar playing. And now I can write lyrics and vocals and stuff. So it's everything's moving and changing in the right direction, I think. That right direction. <laughs> yeah but they don't know about that but anyway oh, yeah they don't <laughs> next um, year <laughs> yeah so that but that's good because we do have to change it it is constantly changing it's always adapting to each other that's why the communication is important so as you move into your new job next year like we are shifting again we're shifting roles and just like moving things around but um that's the fun of it it's juggling all of this stuff to make it work it's all about the music and having fun making it and, and expressing yourself through it at the end of the day so you just got to find a way to do it if you're like actually keen on it playing shows man next year is gonna be so much fun dude oh yeah, i can't yeah. wait that, so that's wait. that's something that in the first few months we're really focusing on is curating that live show as a three because you know there are various things as we said that need to go on the backing track we need to work out who's playing what yeah how it's gonna look and like you know there's only three of us so there's we're gonna be busy it, it's honestly it's gonna look weird there's gonna be stuff up there you're gonna be hearing sounds coming through a pa that's not being played live and it's not ideal like what um justin from tyler was talking about you know you know it's 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 not as raw and it's not as impressive however mm. 
we want to play shows and we still wrote the fucking music. Like, it's not like it's been made by a computer. Like we still played that. It's just not being played live, um, which is obviously not ideal. But at the end of the day, like what we were talking about before, you just got to work with what you got. Um, and I still might play, I don't know whether I'll play guitar live or bass live, but I'll, we'll have to figure out when we start rehearsing, but I definitely mm. want to, as long as I can still move around vocally and, and move on stage, because I don't want to be like, you know, bullet weather, just stationary the whole time. I just kind of, I like to move around and, and have that stage presence. Yeah, it's hard with the with the guitar and then having to juggle different things. But that's the, that's the fun of trying to make that work um, and actually having foresight about what the show is going to look like and, and how people are going to perceive it from an audience perspective, whether they think that something coming out the backing track is going to be weird you know, when all three of us are just standing there doing nothing or whatever, and there's a lot of backing track going on, you know, it's this day and age, there's that much technology. We, we may as well utilize it. But we care about the live show is our big point and everything yeah. we write, we not, we, we're always thinking about, can we do this live? Mm. The drums are live, the vocals are live, the guitars are live. That is non unnegotiable. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. Um, the bass might be live as well. We'll see. Um, and then maybe just backing stuff that would be like normally be played like by lead guitar, not solos or anything, just like cool mm. little counter melody lead lines. Maybe replace those with synths playing the exact same notes. Yeah. But it'll be like a like a synth or something with heaps of reverb and it'll kind of sit quietly behind everything else. So you're still hearing a live band. Um, but yeah, it'll just be, you know, adapted like that, I guess. Yeah. And we have to use a lot of um, automation. Um, you know, mm. it's going to be relatively reliant on laptop, um, which, you know, pains me to say because I used to like, you know, have a little bit of shit to talk about laptop DJs about how like, you know, they're just not using the proper stuff. But anyway, I swallow my own words. I'm eating them humbly. Well, and the computer's not doing anything like musically for us. Really. No, it's, it's kind just... of twisting a knob of reverb or it might like, you know, switch over from this tone to this tone or something yeah. like that. It's kind of stops you tap dancing on stage when you've got a lots of different jobs. That's literally to do. all it is too for anyone that doesn't know. So like when what what we're talking about with the automation, it's like literally stuff that you see guitarists do, like old school not really old school, but you know, guitarists do where they have the massive pedal boards. So we're doing all the exact same stuff, but it's very distracting. And I hate seeing it when you see someone playing with a pedal board on stage and they're clicking, clicking, clicking. It's like, you can't, it's an eyesore. You just like, you just look at them when they're doing it. Some bands are really cheeky with it and they're really good at like yeah, subtly doing can... it when they're on stage. That's really cool. But I hate when I see people fiddling with pedals and stuff on stage and there's a whole chain they got to do and they click, 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 click all this. It's like, you can literally get a computer to just turn everything on and off in certain moments. That's all it is. It's not fucking, it's nothing mm. to be scared about. Like some people kind of, old heads i would say like they go like the computer's doing all the music like no yeah. it isn't bro nah. <laughs> it's it's literally doing it's moving your leg and switching it for yeah. you you um, can use a computer to cheat and if you do yeah. you're a fucking idiot but yeah that's actually another topic that like talking about kind of ai stuff in music that like you know i've been really interested in recently because of like all of these things where they can you know curate things that are much more likely to hook you in. Like, for example, the the AI systems, people are using them to figure out what makes the most hookiest hook or the most, like, catchiest chorus and then analyzing every song that's ever been released and the popularity of them and what people listen to and then being able to spit out, like, almost like a formula for 
mm. for the most perfect hooking in song. And it's like if you do this with this much emphasis and you do this and and it's creating music like These that within. These frequencies or whatever. Yeah, really. yeah. But like, you know, going going back to kind of what we were talking about earlier off camera about our first EP mm. where we had this, you know, we were using what we had. We had kind of just our basic knowledge and just raw, authentic expression through the ep like the ai doesn't have that no and like i you know we were talking about how some really polished stuff doesn't captivate as much because it doesn't have that realism and authenticity it also all sounds the same like i i there's so many bands like i when i listen to music i'll go on spotify and i always put it on shuffle i don't know if it's an adhd thing but i i I love it when it just goes randomly. Just fuck, I don't know what the hell it's going to play. I, I let Spotify just play random stuff to mm. me. And what I realize is I'll get so many bands pop up on my Spotify when I'm driving around and stuff. And I'm like, this is really good. And then the next band plays. I'm like, oh, this is really good. And then I, I go, oh, that's a completely different band. I thought it sounded like, yeah, the, exact, like the, the, the exact same like structure, the exact same type of vocals, the same kind of pre-breakdown here. Or same the, tones. Same, same tones. Same equipment. The same vocals are the same. Sounds. Mixing, like everything just sounds the same. And even though when you listen to it the first time, you go, this is a good song. It sounds productive, like produced well. Everything sounds good and clean, da, 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 da. When you listen to like twenty other bands, they all sound like the same band, and you mm. like you don't have that unique, you know, creativity that makes you stand out. When I was listening to our first EP last night, even though the mixing's not the best, the vocals aren't the best, the songwriting's not the best, it just had this raw sound that I just hadn't heard any other band really pull off and do. And I was like, it was so like, we were really just working with what we had. We couldn't find a vocalist. So we're like, Hey Cam, why don't you just jump up mm. there? And I was like, okay, I'll just do this with my voice. Oh, I can kind of fry scream. I'll try and do that. Oh, I can rap. Let me do that. And then just, we just wrote stuff with no, I was like, Oh, I was writing hip hoppy stuff. Cause yeah. that's where I came from. And, and and Jordan was writing like heaps of synths and all this other stuff. And I was like, well, that kind of, that, that's cool. Like, and we just put it together and even though it's not the best EP when the best mixing or the best anything else, I just feel like the overall uniqueness of the sound was like when you listen to Disorder Views, you know what you're going to get. And that's something we've actually fallen off, fallen away from with our newer releases where I just, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't mm. have that organic because we we're trying to sound like other people. We we're trying to be more mainstream. We we're trying to go cater to other people, all the other points I've already talked about on this today's episode. But so I definitely keen for next year to kind of go back to our roots and just do it better. Like 2.0, like what you were saying mm. before. Mm. Yeah. It's, it kind of, it's recapturing that authenticity again, back to where we were in that point of the first EP and try and just kind of bring that back up. Cause like that's, you know, goes along with what I was saying about those are the songs that really captivate you. And like, you know, a, a good example is if you went to Spotify or whatever, and you, went to like a, a classics or a top party or, you know, um, any of these playlists where it's like a generic playlist that you want some hits that everyone knows. The majority of those hits are either old songs because they have really unique ways of songwriting and sounds and different recordings from all the, all the analog days, or you have newer songs that are super different. Like you don't have any of these like generic songs that don't have shelf life. 
you know, you might just go have like, like who let the dogs out. You've got like all of these, you know, random songs where it's just like, you know, so different to each other. Um, and they're the ones that stick with you. And they're the ones that like get played over and over Some again. Some people keep doing remixes these days. Yeah, they just keep exactly. Remixing they're remixing the classics, the ones that, you know, they're getting reused again because they have that authenticity. But in my opinion, they're never as good as the original because the, yeah. the you know, redoing it loses its thing. I don't know. It's a difficult thing to redo a classic. I know that from EDM experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to like remake something. Um, but yeah, man, I think, uh, like, you know, moving into next year, I think that's going to be really exciting. Um, hopefully talking about all these things, like you said, helps other people relate, gives us, gives people a, a little peek behind the curtain as to our thought processes and what we've been going through this year, trying to organize things. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll take you along for the ride, uh, showing you all of our rehearsals and, you know, keep you in the loop with music and everything moving into next year. Yeah, we definitely want to be more active next year. And I, I feel like next year is going to be the year that we really go for that push. Like we plan on playing shows next year. And I, I'm not even just plan on it. It's going to happen. We're playing shows next year, even if they're mm. just local shows. Try and get some Melbourne shows, some Sydney shows, Queensland. You know, not not just Brisbane. Um, and I don't even care if they're small little dingy bars with a 50 capacity. That's yeah. cool. I don't yeah. care. Um, just that, and then the content, and then the podcast consistency. Some bigger guests, as many releases as as we can pump out. Like I want to try and get. 10 songs out next year if mm. that's even doable like I like we can write and mix think, muscle yeah. that quick I think we had 12 on our goals list yeah we can do that that's literally possible yeah. um, even if they're not one per month we might do four in like one month like an EP yeah. or something yeah. either way we, we got stuff on like working um, and just really pump all the socials as well as um, any behind the scenes stuff get the film more we did that a lot with the first EP like a lot of filming and vocal days of fly on the wall stuff maybe some streaming here and there not twitch because twitch has gone the crap mm. bunch of naked girls on it now it's weird i, I, I ain't taking my shirt off while i'm recording <laughs> actually i probably if would you pay me i probably would actually like if i generally would take my shirt off anyway playing drums so <laughs> if anyone wants to pay for that link in description we'll have, we'll have the um the only bands only bands <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, that's, I think that's a good episode, man. I think that's all we really need to touch on. Um, Brady was going to be on, but you know, with the, with the weather and everything and the, and being able to drive down here from sunny coast, it's a bit hard. So we'll, um, we'll introduce him on the next properly on the next podcast anyway. Yeah. Sweet. Well, um, yeah, to round out, thank you very much for your support this year. Um, it has been a difficult year for us, but we're so super stoked to have you guys following along. Um, and then, yeah, we we'll, we we'll look forward to next year. So thanks again. Ciao.